0: Moncrief on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, the
0: night sky should be dark, but mostly it's not, and mostly because of the amount of light we humans pump upwards. In some parts of the world, efforts have been made to reverse this trend, with over 200 places achieving what's called dark sky status, including in Ireland. Georgia Macmillan is Mayo Dark Sky Park Development Officer. Georgia, good afternoon to you. Hi, Sean. Thanks for having me. Is there a technical definition of what a dark sky is?
1: Um, There is. The International Dark Sky Association is uh, an organisation a little bit like a UNESCO for dark skies. And they say that it has to be protected. A naturally dark area has to be protected for scientific, cultural um, reasons and environmental um, habitats. So it's, it's really looking for a natural night sky. Right, I can now now obviously the,
0: the obvious advantage is that you can wander out and you can see the stars, uh, but is there any other reason why having a dark sky is important
1: there's loads actually um, where do we start? I suppose biodiversity um, we are losing the night um, at quite an alarming rate at the moment um, through um, not just our streetlights, but the amount of light that we use at night. And that has knock-on implications to biodiversity, whether it's um, our pollinators at night, obviously our bats and our nocturnal mammals, but also aquatic species, migratory birds. Practically everything relies on a day-night, a natural day-night cycle, including ourselves.
0: Okay. And when they don't get that natural day-night cycle, what what happens to those species? (laughs)
1: Well, things like predator-prey relationships have changed. So, in the case of insects, if you have um, so many lights uh, drawing away insects from their natural food chain, that has a knock-on effect. So, um, we're messing with ecosystems basically. Um, When you, I suppose, put anything that's excessively artificial into the environment, it um, has—it's a pollutant. So, it has an impact. And Mm. even ourselves, as our our own sleeping patterns, we know—you know—we're. We're programmed uh, through evolution to to have uh, to sleep when it's dark and to work during the daytime when it's naturally light. light but not to have a twenty-four hour daytime environment.
0: Now, as I understand it, with there's three accredited spaces in Ireland—one in Mayo, one in Kerry, and one in Tyrone—would uh, they be all rural areas, Georgia, or is it possible to do this in you know in in, in towns and cities?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a good question. They they are largely rural areas, and they are. Um, naturally dark so it's good to have those areas as an example so we can still bring people into darkness um safely but it is possible to take down the lights um as in tone down the lights not we're not talking about removing them but in in more urban areas so i'm based just outside newport in county mayo and we're doing a project at the moment to reduce our lighting um and to make it um sort of A sense of, um, we we use that word hygge, you know, the the Danish concept of warm and cozy Mm. type of lighting is instead of, let's say, cold, it's where it's really harsh and white. Um, So you can you can get dark sky accreditations even for urban areas by just having a lighting policy. um, And that just improves the nocturnal environment rather than switching off.
0: Okay, so that changes the, the Is it changing the sorts of lights one uses or the direction of the lights?
1: A little bit of both. So we we don't really want lights pointed upwards, because that's just wasted energy. Um, If we change the colour of the lights, so make it a little bit more um, warm looking, um, a little bit more like, you know, towards the candlelight end of the spectrum, that helps, um, because the bluer end of the spectrum is really what triggers the, the impact on biodiversity, purely because it recreates a daylight type of condition. So that's when, you know, our own physiological systems are are starting to wake up and, and become more active. So, um, yeah, the color of light and the direction of light. If we can keep them down, that really helps. And if we're not using them, then switch them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I, I assume though, also though, that in, you know, in streets and and the like, there's a trade off between this and security because people get nervous for yeah. pretty obvious reasons if 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 a street seems not that well illuminated.
1: Yeah, and and we're not anti-light. Uh, we're not we're not sort of a radical organisation. <laughs> dark Sky Ireland is trying to, I suppose, educate and just say where we can switch off, then then do so, and where we can't, maybe do use the right type of light. Um, but we have found there is lots more research coming out. It's quite a new study area, and I'm doing research myself through the the Irish Research Council. But um, we are um, finding that some places too much light gives. You know, criminals something to work in. You know, if it's if it's dark, then um, you know even criminals need light, so they're more conspicuous with a torch than they are with a very brightly lit street. And there are some studies in the UK that found that there were more break-ins in areas that were very brightly lit than there were in areas where they weren't so brightly lit.
0: How interesting, Georgia! Thanks a million for uh, speaking with us today. That was uh, Georgia (laughs) McMillan. There, Uh, she's a Mayo Dark Sky Park Development uh, Officer.